Welcome to the Manifest with Cat Claire podcast, where we style our thoughts before our outfits and we step into our power. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I have a super exciting guest, Laura St. John. She is a celebrity mindset coach who has been on Selling Sunset Season 4. She's been on Access Hollywood. I mean, you guys, she is the real deal coaching people into becoming the most desired versions of themselves, whether that be, you know, an internet footprint of over millions of people or landing your dream role on a TV show. Laura, welcome. And thank you so much for taking the time for chatting to chat with me today. Thanks, Kev. I appreciate being here. And hi, everybody. Nice to see you, meet you. Oh my gosh, this is like a dream come true. I'm so excited. Um, I have to ask you the first question I ask everyone. Um, what is your first experience with the word manifest? Ooh, uh, you know, in terms of manifesting, it's a feeling before it's a thing. So I would say I've been doing it my whole life. I saw my mom beat cancer uh, when I was just kindergarten, first grade. I saw her not believe in um you know, what the people were telling her that she had a few years to live. And so I saw her manifest better health and, um, you know, even though it was throughout her body. So I think everyone has a unique experience. Sometimes it's a hard experience, but I saw, you know, the positive outcome and I saw the way she held the bar and believed in that outcome. And it just became, you know, a part of who I was. Wow. Talk about an inspiration when you're just in kindergarten. Yeah. That's incredible. And I think we have a lot of these experiences at our younger years. We just maybe don't call it manifesting yet, but that would be my initial experience with manifesting where I would looking back, knowing now knowing the roadmap and precise steps on how to manifest. When I really think back to that, like earliest time, like you asked, uh, that was a very clear ding, 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 you know, awareness moment for me of looking back on my history and seeing things go right (laughs) versus wrong. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. It's interesting. Like things that happen when we're children, once you dive a little bit deeper into, you know, the unseen of things that happen in the world and get the words for what's happening, you know, when you were a child, it's like, Oh, that's manifesting. (laughs) Yeah. Typically, unfortunately, you know, for many of us, it's, it's usually, um, you know, spun into the negative where we, you know, different people's voices or self doubts or, you know, limitations become our voices as, and, you know, there's a definitely a defining moment as we get older to recognize, like, was that just, you know, my aunt's voice or my teacher's voice or someone else's voice that became mine? And have I manifested that belief or expectation did I hold that too? And do I still want to hold that expectation of myself? Is it helping me move forward? So, you know, manifesting has become such a big thing for me because I really realize where people are limiting themselves. Wow. Yes. I love how you said limitations become our voices. Mm. Oh, that's that's so true. I definitely, um, work through things like that. Like when I'm journaling, I'll notice, or even when I'm texting a friend, like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just noticed this limiting thought I've been holding on to, you know, as it comes to like the front of your mind and you realize it's just, it's not like your intuition. It's just a limitation in your head. Yeah. Again, you know, a lot of people's words become our words And my job in life is I I do have a way with words. I have a way of helping people recognize that negative and flip it to the positive 
really remove, you know, what I said earlier, right or wrong, really remove the judgments that you are holding of those words, because sometimes that's just like keeping you in the vibration of those words, of those limits and how to really shrink the self-doubt. There's actual like physical, you know, easy steps to be able to shrink those fears, shrink those self-doubts and, and move forward. Wow. Yeah. I was just watching a video that you shared on Instagram about if you see a self-doubt, you know, paint it with white paint or like you like these flowers. Um, is that one of the ways that you're talking about in terms of shrinking things like that? Yeah. I mean, I've worked, you know, throughout the years with thousands of people and I think more visual learners, um, who are anticipating a negative outcome, you know, you're worrying about something that hasn't happened yet. Uh, you know, usually then you want to hyper control the pieces and, you know, get very controlling in general, but I, I was one of those, so, you know, I, I have a very bright imagination and I used to imagine things possibly going wrong. Once you steer it and decide, you know, that it can go right. Most people don't, um, practice and mentally rehearse memories going right before they happen. And that's a big piece of, you know, me helping people manifest is, well, first recognize when it's going in the wrong direction or the direction, not really wrong, but that you don't want. And it's clearly like uncomfortable for you. Where are you participating with that? So yeah, one of the simple ways that I just shared today on my Instagram and TikTok was just, you know, you can literally just paint over that scene. If you're very visual and you're already imagining the negative uh-huh. outcome, just paint over it. But right. really actually then once it's painted over, learn to rehearse the outcome that you do want. I do that with top athletes. I do that with celebrities. I do that with struggling moms, kids, people who want to build a brand, whatever it is, you know, you can paint anything for your next chapter and then close the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. Yes. Wow. And I just love how so many of your tips that you share, they're so simple, but yet they're embracing such complicated concepts. You do a really good job of making this stuff super digestible. I appreciate that you acknowledge that because, you know, I have really, you know, sometimes beginner people who are like, I want to manifest. I want to learn the steps reaching out to me and doing my classes and content. And then I have, you know, on the, like the deepest, like most self-aware people on the planet, like finding the depth of my content. So intriguing because of exactly what you said. I can, take the very most complicated, you know, metaphysical stuff and things that like I love to study, but I boil it down, you know, to such a simple, practical in your face, uh, style that anyone can do. I always say like, even kids can do this because kids are manifestors. They're so real. Um, they're so in touch with who they are, you know, and sometimes we just lose sight of that, but the content is really deep, but it's definitely meant to be extremely practical And it's allowing you to step into your vision today, like not in a vision board, not 10 years from now, not six months from now, but really I give you steps to start stepping into it right now. And I think that's what's so like intoxicating about everything that you're doing. It's everybody I think, or that I've been coming across, like that's what people need right now. You know, I think the world needs something where they can, um, learn about manifesting in a way that affects them like in that moment. And I feel like the way that you're chunking these things down, like even like, so, like someone like me who I feel like I've been reading these studying this stuff for a long time, like it still like jolts me right out of whatever program I'm in and puts me right back in the, you know, the main character of my life and m- back into that good juju manifesting vibe, you know, mm-hmm. like in, almost instantly. 
Yeah. I think what most people don't realize is that, you know, they're separating themselves from their future self and you can connect to that version of yourself right now, but there's a roadmap. There's a process that I created to do that. And, you know, it manifesting is ultimately feeling better and better by starting where you are right this second, because the moment you think that it's, you know, just up there in the vision and you create this disconnect between where you are in this second and where you wish to be going as if you're going to be happier, then you create a block. You actually don't even realize it, but you create resistance between the path that's in front of you right now that you can step into right now. So I was, you know, you know, studying a lot over the years. And then I realized, you know what? Um, you know, my husband says this, like put the book down and start doing it. So it's like, you know, there's so much philosophy up there. There's so many books, there's so much, you know, content out there that's extremely deep and philosophical and amazing. You know, I've, I've no judgment of anything. I think everything serves its purpose, but what I realized that could really differentiate what I do, you know, what I bring to the world is like, but the how to's it's like the, how do I do this? when I'm up against the wall, when I'm stuck in this feeling, when I don't like, you know, what I see in my bank account, when I hate my relationship, when I don't like my job, when, you know, when it's not all like smiles and rainbows, how do I manifest then? And I knew that, you know, when people were asking me, but how, but how, but how I could see it and create the very tangible, like roadmaps for all different learning styles. I have a background in education in terms of growing an education company before I got into all this. So I knew to, make it all different learning styles. That's why I do TikToks and videos. Sometimes I, I write, you know, all the posts and things and give people steps, you know, in a written out form. I make worksheets and things so people could put pen to paper with my classes. So it's a very multi-sensory experience, you know, of all the different learning styles. Cause some people are more active doers, go-getters. Some people are more thinkers. And I really knew that I could, you know, make a very multi-dimensional, but yet very simple approach. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea you had a uh, background in education. I'm definitely really curious um, what got you into uh, becoming a mindset coach. I mean, it's really a funny story. I actually started coaching my niece who's become ultra famous, Livy Dunn, uh, Olivia Dunn. <laughs> and uh, she's now an, uh, like the number one NCAA athlete, like influencer. You know, yes. She's my niece. And my, nie- my sister years ago, you know, suggested that, you know, she knew I was into manifesting and positive mindset that I should start, you know, working with her because she, you know, she was working with a sports psychologist at the time. And, you know, she was really getting stuck in her head. And Mm -hmm. we realized that like sometimes uh, different modalities can actually keep you more stuck inside your problem versus tap you into the land of solutions where you can create a bigger vision. So I started working with her. Uh, She was on the path for 2020 Olympics. And I started working with her as an elite gymnast. She was part of Team USA, you know, and it was just really fun to develop a vision that would be bigger than the Olympics. And I wanted to share this with the audience because when anyone's stuck in anything, whether she was stuck in, you know, whatever she was doing with, you know, gymnastics, whenever you're stuck, it's usually because you're not thinking big enough for yourself in that moment or you're in some kind of self-sabotaging pattern. And I could really help her see a bigger path, you know, tap into something bigger. Like I said, you know, in creating her own brand and now to Mm -hmm. see it come to life, I just saw in the last year her have, you know, a humongous, the the largest screen of Times Square in terms of a billboard in New York City landing humongous partnership deals with companies. And, you know, she's been chipping away at this vision and following her heart 
which is really ultimately what it's about um, for many years. So working with my own family members, but working with friends, recognizing in my you know world of working in education, scaling a technology education company for kids. I you know in my career, I ran fitness studios, gyms with my husband in Denver. I just had a number of career experiences that mm-hmm. really led me on this very self-taught path of what people were doing wrong, honestly. I, and I was able to like really quickly flip mistakes so I could unstuck mm-hmm. people. I could help people see past their current struggles. And I ha- could help people step into a place of creating whatever it was that was next for them that was a much bigger, broader vision like I'm talking about. And doing those three things, you know, really well, how do you get unstuck when you're stuck, when you're hating something? How do you really see past the problems that you're currently, you know, stewing in? And how do you really think bigger for yourself? Those became like my core set of skill sets that I loved working on, whether I was working with an athlete like her, or I was starting to work with people in our gyms when we own fitness studios who are coming in for physical transformations, people wanting to lose weight, kind of got known in that whole world for a while because people like people were working with nutritionists and weight loss and this and that. And I was like, it's not all that. I mean, it is that, but if you don't shift your mindset, you're yeah, probably just going to gain it all back. And, yeah. you know, just a, a number of experiences that allowed me to package classes, content, workshops, roadmaps, all that. Wow. That's very, that's really awesome. Super inspiring. I really love like how you said, you know, if you're feeling stuck, one of the biggest things is, or to use the word big again, um, is you're not, you could possibly not be thinking big enough for yourself. Absolutely. I think I, that, I uh, feel that in my own life, like you saying that I'm like, wow, like there's a couple of things that I've been stuck on and I'm just like, a theme I feel like in one way or another. And that really resonates with me. I never even thought of it that way. (laughs) You can really normalize it. Everyone gets stuck in different areas of their lives at different times. And, um, the, you know, mantra I created, that's really the underlying philosophy of all, like even the new manifesting course that I just unleashed is the first lesson, which is learning to trust and accept. So it's, you know, I trust in myself. I trust the process trust in the unfolding. I'm exactly where I'm meant to be in this moment. And stuck is just a feeling. Stuck is just a feeling is a huge thing to really accept because once you acknowledge that it's just a feeling and it's not really a thing, even though it might be presenting that right. you know, itself in your evidence physically around you, you're like, Oh, but Laura, I could justify like why I'm stuck here and stuck oh, there. Yeah. But <laughs> it's a feeling before it's a thing. So if you can unhinge that feeling, which is really the first part of all the work that I do in, in my manifesting course is how do you unhinge that stuck feeling? So you can be unstuck and in the flow. And what are then certain practices that you can do every single day as part of your daily routine? I mean, I do coffee time manifesting, toothbrush time mess up, like things that you you like literally are doing throughout your day. And I teach you how to manifest because I know if you're already brushing your teeth or you're already enjoying a cup of coffee or tea every day, if I could teach you how to manifest during those times, I know you'll do it. You know, I know you'll do it every day. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, and it'll be easy to remember too, because you're drinking your coffee, you're going to associate that with doing your manifesting, you know? Absolutely. I mean, there's a future you 
and that does not feel the same resistance that the current you feels to your current set of problems. So when I teach you during a, you know, two minutes with coffee on how to connect literally to that future you who's still drinking coffee (laughs) every single morning and enjoying that coffee and bring that version of you back into today's coffee, you are literally starting your day differently. And that's going to, I teach you the art of the up spiral, I call it, which is the opposite of the down spiral. Everyone can relate to those moments where, you know, you spill the coffee and then everything else goes wrong. You know, the person at work is mean or the kid starts, you know, throwing a tantrum (laughs) or, you know, then the whole down spiral happens. It just keeps happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an ooze that happens from your attitude or your lens in that moment and your perspective on how you're feeling about yourself. So when I shift you, you know, and teach you how to shift yourself, I mean, all the tools I teach honestly are already inside you, which is what makes it so easy for me, even though people sometimes don't believe that all of this is inside them, that they think it's me right. at first, you know, you know, teaching all these things. I'm like, well, my job as your teacher, your coach, or your guide is to literally help you unlock these things that are already dormant inside of you. And rather than participate in this negative, you know, down spiral that you might, you know, be in, in this moment, how do you flip that? So flip it is one of my tools that I'm known for and it's literally how to flip your life. Um, you know, I saw and that on access Hollywood is one thing I wanted to ask you about. Yes. The flip it list. Yes. So it's so pretty it's simple. Simple. Yeah. It's so tell so me about simple. it. <laughs> the flip it list is one of my signature tools. It's one of the, it's like literally one of the first lessons in the manifesting course where you learn how to, you know, in a nutshell, take a piece of paper fold it in half, half, right? Flip it on top. Identify the top three things that you are so clear that you no longer want to be attracting in your life, that somehow you're a magnetic match to either toxic people or not enough money or feeling low self-worth or self-sabotage or, you know, all the typical things that honestly unite us as a human race. Like we all, again, struggle in different areas. And when you put pen to paper in the flip it list and you start to really take ownership of, well, you know, maybe I'm not a hundred percent sure yet on what I want, but I'm really sure on what I don't want. Right. So it's always the first step for manifesting with me is that, you know, get really clear about that intention of, you know, in order to know what you totally want to attract, find the clarity inside what you no longer want to attract and how to actually take the steps to nip it, zip it, say goodbye to it, bench it, put it in the corner you know, recognize that there's a version of you that struggles against those things and participates in the fear of them. And there's a whole other version of you. That's the flip side that does exist inside you right now. And then I have you write on the flip it list, the precise opposite. And you find a lot of clarity in what you desire by looking again, really in the eye of what you don't want. So, right. And I feel like that's so refreshing because a lot of the times, you know, I don't know if this is how people mean to say it, but when you're reading a lot of the manifesting and metaphysical books, it's the negative is, you know, deterred from a lot of the time. So I love how you just take it like very simply. It's like, get it all out, flip it over and write the opposite and see what that brings up versus avoiding maybe what you don't like. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because sometimes people are like, should I write it down? I'm scared to, because, you know, I've been told they're like manifesting things, like not to focus on it. I'm like, no, no, no. It's to take your focus off of it but to stop giving it its power. Too many people are scared of what they're scared of 
And in that moment, you're actually still participating in its energy. So when you own it and you're like, I clearly no longer want to participate in this version of me that's attracting these like three things in my life or five things in my life. And I write them down. It's not with the fear that they're going to keep coming back because I'm writing them down. You're in an energy and I walk you through the process and the course It's 10, you know, my little videos are 10, 15 minutes where I walk you through how to write it down in a way that you're releasing it, but you're not like bringing more attention to it. You're owning it because the moment you're scared to write it down, the moment you're scared, you're really not owning your fears and you're then kind of escaping or running from them, which is still again, giving them power. And it's one of the top manifesting mistakes that I've uncovered globally. No matter who I work with, a lot of people take action from the negative. A lot of people take action when they're feeling ick and black about their body. You know, is when they go on the diet, they hate their relationship. They, you know, quit their relationship. They hate their job. They, you know, you know, talk about whatever they hate about their job. And most people take action because there's a whoosh of energy that comes from frustration, comes from anger and knowing what you don't want. And it's a real big misstep because what happens then is that when people do act from that place of anger and frustration, and they sometimes move to another city because they hated their city or they, you know, got a new job and But months later, suddenly they're like, well, I don't get it, Laura. Like that feeling that I thought I was like that I felt some relief on is coming back and I'm in a new place. And so I am the common denominator here. Like what's going on? How did I re-manifest what I didn't want? You know, I thought I left all this stuff behind. and, And I really show you it's because you took action. And again, like once you learn this, you don't have to do it anymore, but you took action you know, from the place of something you didn't want anymore. And you are still participating in that by doing so. So the flip it list in a nutshell, again, is a procedure that helps you own it, helps you flip it, helps you see the other side of it, and then only take action from this positive place where what I say is the art of the up spiral, because then your life starts getting better and better. It doesn't, you don't have to take a big step to make big change. You are literally then walking into something every single day that is a vision that you can start right now and not, you know, at some future point when you have more money or when you have this body or relationship or a job or whatever you're looking for. Um, you can start it right now and tap into that level of happiness right now. Wow. I love that. And that brings up such a common trap I feel like I hear so often. It's like, okay, well, I'll start that business when you know, Mm. I have more freedom or more money or, you know, my kids are in school or whatever it is. There's always a, if, or a when, or a, but, Mm -hmm. so that's so, um, refreshing that you have protocols that will help us step into the dream that we want right now, because it's like, how many people like, do we know around us that are just putting off things until, who know, you know, when, (laughs) and the when just keeps changing. Right. You know? and those ifs and wins and buts are literally excuses that are coming from fear and self-doubt that are justifying why you need to stay stuck. And that's why the, when you say those things like, oh, I'll do this when it doesn't actually feel good. It oh. feels like you're putting your own creative self-expression on hold and you are meant to be stepping in, into it right now. So it should feel a level of discomfort because you're not speaking your true truth. So when you face yourself in courage and you recognize, you know what, I used to think that I needed these additional resources to start. 
you know, I have courses, you know, that I actually built before my manifesting course. That's all the cleanup process, no excuses, how to face confidence, you know, how to face your fears in order to build more confidence. I actually built all the courses first of the cleanup before I built my manifesting course, because I knew that, you know, the moment that someone started creating this bigger vision of themselves and wanting to step into it, there would be some cleanup that needs to be done. And those are the manifesting mistakes that I've helped uncover because again, it's not just about saying an affirmation. It's not just about building a vision board. It's not just about creating this vision of yourself. It really is about how you can start stepping in into, into it and warming up to it today. <laughs> like this moment right now, stop waiting because, you know, it, nothing's more stifling than when you stifle your own self. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's totally that's 100% for sure. <laughs> But everyone does it, you know, everyone it's, it's okay. So like, don't feel bad and you didn't waste any time. You just have to recognize that all these moments again, brought you to this moment, trust in all those experiences, trust that you're meant to be hearing this podcast right now. Trust that you're you're like ready if it's resonating with you. Right. Gosh, that's such a good um, anecdote to why people don't start (laughs) like waiting for those additional resources. You know, I mean, I have a blogging course with um, one of my business partners. I have a fashion blog called The Crystal Press. Hmm. And that's like one of our first chapters is just start. You know, everybody waits till they have the perfect camera or the perfect um, outfit or photographer or followers on Instagram. And it's like, that's not necessarily how it works. You know, you don't just get the followers and then start something, (laughs) you know? Especially if you're a creator. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're a creator, you want to build a brand. Um, in those moments of self-doubt that is holding you back, you're making it about yourself and your own insecurities. I started this, you know, years ago in 2010. I started crafting these courses and content, knowing mm-hmm. that at some point the world would be ready for my content, and that if I didn't oh, start, God. that you know, but even back then, I got made fun of. I've got like, you know, shut out of things. I got, all kinds yeah. of things. but the looking back, if I got that same, you know, in like stuff now, I would, I would laugh at it, but there was a version of me when I started that was insecure, but started anyway. I always said, whether I had one person show up or a thousand or a million or a billion, I would still be on this path. And the moment I'm doing it for the number of likes, or I'm doing it for the number of followers, or I'm doing it for something external from me versus doing it also you know, internal, because it makes me feel good to help others, uh, then, then I'm making it about myself too much. I'm making it about like, you know, again, the number of followers or something that's about me where the content that I'd create is really about the audience. And I think a lot of creators, um, and a lot of content people, a lot of people in brands, sometimes that's a big misstep. Um, but I've, I've, I've crafted (laughs) over 5,000 videos. You know, people are like, Oh my gosh, you're so good on TikTok." I'm like, yeah, well, I've been videoing myself and my camera for a lot of years. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, like, you know, TikTok came along just now when it did. And, but you know, it's like, you you realize again, trust that every stepping stone is your next stepping stone to prepare you for what's next negative or positive. And don't, really think the negative ones were wrong because the negative ones, again, just like the flip it list shows you brought you the clarity of what you needed. So you can truly step into your strength and courage to, you know, what you want moving forward. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. That's such a good point. I just feel like with, um, 
to go back to what you were saying about when you're first starting and the feelings you might feel it's um, with social media becoming so big, you know, we've got TikTok, we've got Instagram reels and Facebook. And just, I feel like it's just always growing and more content creators showing up every single day. The point you make about um, not just making it about yourself, you know, that's so important. And it is a misstep that I think even I fall into sometimes, like when I'm constantly on Instagram and trying to push out content and da, 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 it's like, I can, I have to catch myself, mm-hmm. you know, and watch how I'm talking to myself and watch how I'm talking in my captions into my audience. Cause it really is about them and mm-hmm. how it makes, obviously I'm following my heart and my internal desires and sharing things that feel right for me, but I'm sharing it for them. So mm-hmm. it's like making sure that those two things are lining up for me when I'm mm-hmm. showing up on the internet or with whatever I'm creating is so important. Yeah. It's a, it's, it, it can be felt. I think there's a lot of things that people don't realize in content creation in general is that like that can be felt by the audience, like how you, how you show up and how you feel the moment I hit post. you know, like a, if I'm not in a, you know, if I'm like, I only work honestly in an inspired action. I've learned that a long time ago that, you know, it's not worth trying to push something um, that feels forced. It's just not worth it. It's probably going to backfire because it's coming from a more external place versus like, if you feel good about it. So bottom line for the, those listening is in any work that you do, you know, do the work when you're feeling good about yourself, do the work when you're feeling inspired, you'll be that much more productive. A lot of people overwork and fill up their day all day and hours and meetings and, you know, overwork to make up for a lack that they're feeling on the inside. And they think that, you know, I don't get it, Laura, like, well, this person has more fans. This person's must be clearly doing more. I've got to do more. And in the moment of like you taking action because you're in comparison or you think that someone must be doing more. So you've got to do more to keep up or whatever. You're already in a, like needing to prove yourself energy that it does oh, not come yeah. from real self-esteem or self-worth or self-confidence. So again, these slight shifts, no matter whether someone's looking to, you know, find a romantic partner or whether someone's launching a new career or someone, these slight shifts are the shifts that need to happen in order for people to step into their, you know, what they're meant to be. Right. And they're so slight. And that's what's so, I think, beautiful about this dance. You know, so many people showing up and like you said, in comparison or, oh, that person has more followers than me than I'm, they must be like not sleeping and just constantly posting and just da da da. And it's like, no, they're showing up with a more potent energy. When you're in an inspired action, your energy is felt in a way that you could work for who knows how many hours and still not reach it. Oh, I wish that people could understand, you know, I, I've coached, you know, millionaires, billionaires, like CEOs, I just, you know, top athletes, celebrities, like everyone struggles with similar things at the end of the day, whether you've got $2 in your bank account or $2 billion there, if you're not comfortable with who you are, um, and you think that happiness exists outside of you, like, or, you know, it's a long Sometimes chase. I coach people even on you know body image and stuff, and it's like you could be the Victoria's Secret supermodel, or you could be you know someone. How you rock yourself, you know, as you're walking down the beach. I live in Malibu. Like I could immediately feel whether that person has confidence in the human that's inside the body. And again, whether that's the external thing of money or a, a void of a relationship or a void of a you know something that physically inside themselves. All of that has to be filled on the inside out. 
Um, you know, happiness is inside you right now. It's just being blocked. So it's not this thing that like, okay, again, like you said, when I have this, then I'll stop putting it on hold or I'll stop, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll live my life to the next level. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, let me clean that up. <laughs> yeah. I got to clean that up right now because that version of you exists inside you, but it's just being blocked. You don't have to create really anything outside of you. And the more you think you have to feverishly work on all these pieces, you're going to be over controlling. You're going to want to see the evidence of how it's going to all unfold. You're going to actually slow down all your manifestations. And what I've uncovered is if, again, I can help you tap into that happier version of you, because the happier version of you literally is inside and it, it, it clears the path. If I just could teach the world how important happiness and kindness to yourself is, because that is what opens the doors. And every time you're mean to yourself, every time you judge yourself, every time you criticize yourself, that is, you should see a door slamming into your face. (laughs) 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 And, you know, so when you practice, you know, a different output, when you have the same input, you're like, Laura, when I'm stuck here, I really start judging myself. When I step on the scale, I really start, you know, second guessing myself when I, you know, work on this work project or when I get hit up with this problem at work or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. You know, again, we all have them. You got to realize that moment you're like going into some kind of rut or beating on yourself or being mean to yourself or self-doubting or allowing these fears to seep in. You are, you know, having these things shut down and that's why you're uncomfortable because it really isn't your truth. So it's really refreshing for me because I've always seen these steps that it breathes right out of me. I see it so clearly for people and being able to share these things in classes and roadmaps that are worksheets or 10, 15 minute videos, or it's just so in your face, obvious, like by the, like by like a, a few weeks in people are just like, yes. I just got an email this morning from a guy who was like in December, like my life's terrible. And now he's like, Laura, I just landed this job. I just got this oh, apartment. I'm just like, That's such a I'm like, I know you stepped into the upspiral. Like you literally stepped into a life of better and better from where you are right now, not worse and worse. And you know, and he was at a rock bottom. So, you know, it's really cool to, you know, get all these messages every day. It's what fuels me. It's what, you know, gives me so much energy when I get, you know, the person who left an abusive relationship or the person who is like crushing her financial goals or the person who launched a career that she, you know, was really like holding like onto not launching. Cause again, she was stuck in her own way. Um, Yeah, it's really fun. That's so awesome. Wow, that's and you've been putting in all the work too. So that's so awesome. That's you deserve a congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. I know it's like I'm, now that I'm on like shows and Access Hollywood and NBC and all these things. I just I trained a team at Google this past week. They like flew me up to Napa. That's so like, awesome. <laughs> most beautiful hotel room, and I'm like, you just can't make this stuff up because. But I mentally rehearsed myself yes. at this level. And, you know, knew I had another version of me I had to step into before I really started training people all over the world on this level. Um, so it's exciting to feel that. that. So I love watching it. Um, and just speaking about how you were talking about how you can sense when someone's walking down the beach in Malibu where you live or, you know, being around people and what their, their energy is like. Um, I love how the universe works because I know I just watched Selling Sunset, like kind of um, intentionally to get some ideas about what I want to manifest. Cause I love watching the uh, views of the houses and just the decor is so beautiful. Um, but I don't pay like too much attention. You know, I just kind of mm-hmm. like, let it play and I'll do some work. 
But when Vanessa came on this season, I like sensed there was something like different about her. Like her energy was just a little bit more manifesty and I was like really intrigued. So that was so exciting when I saw that you were on there and had coached her. Um, so I feel like that's such a testament to you. I could just sense that over the TV, like as a viewer in Richmond, Virginia, you know, I love that. I mean, it just shows again, the depth of who you are. And I feel like the planet is undergoing a major shift right now. And, uh, you know, to get the outpouring both for her, you know, she's become one of my best friends and I met her a few years ago. I started mindset coaching her and, you know, she was at a point of struggle. She had just had a lot of despair. She had just lost her sister tragically. And, you know, she was in a major down spiral and she wanted to also pivot her career. Ultimately, she wanted to be happy in her every day, but she wanted to pivot her career. She wanted to find love. All these things that I helped her do, like flip it list, everything that I'm sharing with you all that I would coach her is what I coach the world on. And to see it then some come so quickly for her into fruition when we really outlined, we did a congratulations card. It's one of my signature tools in my manifesting course. And it's like, but a very specific template, you know, of how to connect to that future self, but you know, how to build a congratulations card from your future self to your current self, congratulating you on all the things you released and all the things that you stepped into, um, you know, in terms of your power, we made her one. And it was like, we were clinking glasses cause she had, um, you know, she had, we were just pretending that we were clinking glasses at my house for all these things that she had accomplished. And then she said, um, you know, within two weeks, she was like, Laura, I feel like I'm on the cast of, you know, that show selling sunset. (laughs) I'm like, I don't really watch reality TV show. um, But you know, within two weeks, one of the producers reached out to her on Instagram and literally at the desk I'm sitting in right now, as we're recording this podcast, she did the interview, like her audition here in my office with Netflix. And, you know, it was like a dream come true, but no coincidences because she lined up to it. It was a magnetic match. And she released that, like, she had no, like, oh my God, wouldn't it be amazing if I got on that show? It was just, she really felt like in her office at that time that she was like, I feel like I'm in selling sunset. So it was like, I'll never forget, like just me standing. And she was like, are you sitting down? And like, what? She's like, you're never going to believe what. And I was like, and my favorite thing when I'm coaching people is amazing, but not surprising. Like that's amazing, but it's not surprising to me because you deserve it. You trusted, you let go, you lined up to it. And of course it it showed up fast. Um, So that's another like hashtag of mine is of course. Like, oh, you know, that. like cause most people are put their trust in a negative outcome. Like, of course, this person like said, you know, the, the thing that bothers me or triggers me the most, of course, you know, I just walked in and this is happening or that's happening. Of, of course, you know, the world just dished out a whole other problem to us or whatever. But when you, of course, yourself onto the positive side versus the negative side, and you're like, well, of course that door just opened. Of course this, you know, thing that I needed just, you know, showed up in front of me. And so it's, it was fun. And then I, you know, as I said on Access Hollywood, when I was on NBC a week or so ago, I was like, you know, I just sat with her and I was like, well, if I'm going to help you manifest your way onto the show, I'm going to watch the show and then I'm going to manifest my way into it too. And initially like, you know, my thought was that we were just going to like be on as friends or whatever. And then I watched the show and I saw Christine Quinn and I knew she was a powerful manifester. I knew she was like, Oh my God. I'm like, I got to work with that one. And 
I saw her, you know, doing these amazing parties and I'm like, she has all the manifesting, but she's also clearly manifesting some things that she doesn't want in her life, like the relationship struggles Mm -hmm. and, you know, to be able to still, I've worked with her privately and just to know like her heart's in a great place. And I know there's a lot of Christine fans out there. I know there's a ton of new now Vanessa fans and, you know, it's really neat to hear people's perspectives of, you know, you know, we view the show. It's a tiny snippet of really what is the full oh, perspective. Of of the yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, it's been in any direction. But oh, yeah, to meet people and know like where their hearts are, and you know, regardless of how the show gets spun in different directions, it's really cool. Um, just to know that you know, Christine's heart is in a beautiful place, and Vanessa's heart is in a beautiful place, and I'm oh, always yeah. seeing the positive in people. Yes. Gosh, that is what a story I love. I don't know if you um, are familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, but he is like one of my favorites. I go to a lot of his workshops and whatnot. And a lot of his students are always saying, you're Dr. Joe, you're not going to believe this. You know? And he's like, Oh boy, here we go. It's like his favorite thing. So I love how when Vanessa called you, she's like, you're not, are you sitting down? (laughs) Right. Or like, you know, or it's even like, you know, the, the recreating of the past when I, you know, was on episode nine, um, for coaching Christine, first of all, she was open, but she was clearly in an of course, or, you know, she keeps recreating her past, you know, she has admitted, you know, that she was, you know, had a tough childhood experience and she keeps carrying that forward. And a lot of people sometimes need to see that too, that sometimes you might be living in this, like, why do I keep like attracting or manifesting this thing? And as you know, sometimes the more self-aware you are, the harder it is. Cause then you even know you're like, I don't get it. Like, you know, like it's one thing to be not aware that you're constantly manifesting, but once oh you're gosh. kind of aware of manifesting, you study other teachers and you have been, sometimes it's even more frustrating when you're stuck. Cause you actually know you're somehow co-creating it. And that's like, I, I love again, like helping those people really unstuck themselves, really whatever level you're at. I feel like I get to that point a little often. Like I'll do like kind of what you said, your husband reminds you to, you know, get your head out of the book and take the action. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just like reading constantly. It's like, Oh, this new book came out. I need to read it or, Oh, and taking notes and I'm memorizing everything and whatever. But it's like, I learn all of these things. And then I'm like, well, then why am I still, you know, meditations. Yeah. I need to get, I get a little stuck. I'm like, what the AT double toothpicks is going on. Yeah. Let me help you with that right now. There's two things you need to do to clean that up. Number one is the flip it, you know, like you really need to get very clear on my flip it. So you're not meditating or taking any, doing the affirmations or doing any of these steps from a place of undoing something or in the lack of something that you don't want. So again, most people are even very self-aware people are repeating processes without even meaning it because they're like, but I'm doing this and I'm doing that. But I'm like, I know, but you started it while you were in the energy of what you didn't want. You didn't first flip it to the positive and then take action. So there's that piece that we've already talked about. That'll be a huge shift for you when you learn that process. And then the second process for all my perpetual learners of the house that are listening right now, just like you, (laughs) is that, okay, just let me reframe that for you. Laura, I love to learn. I like this stuff lights me up. Like I could feel the truth inside of me when I see these teachers, whether it's like learning some simple content from you, Joe Dispenza, like any of these people that like I can like connect with, gosh, at a really deep level, I feel their content as truth. 
Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I recognize that it must be inside me too. So that's what I want you to like really have a takeaway from this is that, you know, for if it's not this learner, like, and that's why even in my courses, it's a very unique shift because as a teacher, it's, you know, most manifesting or mindset coaches or people out there, like a lot are like, I know the way, let me teach you because you don't know the way you're clearly Mm -hmm. stuck. And I'm like, no, no, no trust in that you're exactly where you're meant to be right now. Even if it's not where you want to be, you are exactly where you're meant to be. Except the moment you start to accept that so you can shift and recognize that you might be in the perfect place for transformation. You might be in the perfect place for change. You can start doing my content, but from a philosophy of I'm going to teach you what's already inside. I'm going to teach you every single time you read a book or do a workshop or do a class, whether it's mine or someone else's, and it lights up something, it's for you to own that that information is not just coming from you from that teacher, it's inside you too. And it is the truth of you too, if it's feeling bright and light and like amazing to you. And that's your ding, ding, ding moment that you got to be like, that's the truth of, that's part of the truth of who I am too. And you become then, you know, your greatest teacher because you're really then listening to your own intuition and guidance that's inside you all the time. And the moment you think it's someone outside of you, it's like, you're actually like kind of inadvertently putting yourself down as if it's not you. And there's a big shift in my content. I have a six week, like life transformation course. um, I'm like figuring out, like, can I open up her website at the same time as recording? I got to sign up right now. (laughs) Like process. I was like one of my healthy transformation courses of how I teach people to vibe up from everything from like meal plans to like eating to healthy to like willpower transformation, whatever. But there's a point and it's one of my favorite lessons. And it's like, at first it's like tools and then it's willpower week. Then it's like, you know, transformation, breakthrough attitude, and then, you know, success. But regardless of the steps, there's a lesson in there that it's motivation to inspiration. At some point you stop seeking all this guidance outside of you and you recognize that it's inspiration And when you learn how to do both, right, there are certain days that you might need to just like pop on my Instagram and read some of my words and be like, you know what? I love like reading positive words. You know, those light me up. You might need it externally because motivation is being like moving yourself and moving the energy by looking at what is something outside of you. You know, like maybe you need to look at ocean waves on a Pinterest board. Maybe you need to look at motivational quotes. Maybe you need to pop on a positive video to vibe up that that's external motivation that you need. And it's important to know that you could use that as a tool and that's okay. But the ultimate tool is inspiration and inspiration is always inside you. And I teach you again, how to shift from external motivation to internal inspiration. So you start to light your own flame yourself. And it does start with that acceptance of like, Oh, this must be the truth of who I am. Oh, this is lighting me up right now. Oh, this was me all along. I chose to like listen to this podcast. I chose to like enroll in this course. I chose to listen to this video. I chose to print this out. I chose, you know what I mean? And then you recognize it was you all along that made these choices. Even when you were uncomfortable or you were frustrated or that you wanted change and that, that version of you, the one that's most uncomfortable actually had the most courage you know, to take that dive. Yeah, that is like, I so need to do that. 
like today <laughs> and this yes. year and uh, my whole life. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of how like in my face stuff that it is. It's like slap. I love it. Jersey. It's a little bit of slap, slap in your hey, face. I am here for it. Like, yeah, I'm just kind of like, hello, like this is you, and it's okay, and it's okay to stumble and fall. You just have to get back up. It's a you're not going to like ever be challenge free. It's how you navigate through the challenges. Stop trying to make this like picture perfect thing happen. It's just going to be perfectly for you. And the moment you accept that in trust, trust is the highest manifestation of love and love is what creates. So if you really want to get into a self loving place, trust is that level of highest manifestation. And so you got to trust in yourself more. You got to learn the steps to access that trust and access that trust in the unfolding and know that even these negative moments have prepared you for something greater. Even if you endured like negative moments in your childhood, that might be so big that you're kind of like still trying to scratch your head of being like, well, why did that happen to me? But, um, you know, I've helped a lot of people. I've had even therapists reach out to me from all over the world and, I'm not a therapist. It's like a very different modality of what I do. Um, you know, in terms of forward moving, I don't want to poke at the problems. I, I want to help people move forward from this moment forward. So sometimes that healing process happens when you do think bigger, when you do like give yourself a free pass to create a new space in your life, to create what's next without having to figure it all out, without having to fix everything that's happened or what's going on right now. You really need to free pass yourself like a hall pass <laughs> and like give yourself a, like not a lot. That's why I teach you guys to do it when you're having coffee and having, you know, yeah. brushing your teeth and piggybacking things like I know you'll not not do. So I make sure I Super you know, manage it to your head. Yeah. In those times, because you'll never You'll never wash dishes or fold laundry the same. You'll literally always be manifesting <laughs> when you're doing I that. love that. Wow. You're like adding like that little extra sparkle to the everyday things and I'm obsessed. It is. It's really, and I'm like, you know, I, I like, it's kind of what I've done. It's worked for me. You know, it got me from an apartment life to beach life in Malibu. And oh, you know, sounds it got amazing. Me, <laughs> it got me to all kinds of things personally. Um, you know, and I, again, I'm not short of challenges. I'm not here to say like my life, you know, is like, is short of challenges. It's really mm-hmm. interesting, you know, how the challenges come as unique. Um, I'm always like when a challenge comes my way and like, how am I testing my own strength? First of all, because clearly like I'm, you know, testing versus trusting in this moment or else I wouldn't be receiving this challenge right now. And sometimes these triggers and challenges come to you through the people that are closest to you. Okay. I'm just going to ding, ding that for the audience. Every time I say ding, ding, it's like I have a little ding, ding, ding right here on my desk. And it's so true though. Bring you that awareness that that's normal, that those challenges are brought to you often by the people closest to you, your coworkers, your family. I mean, I know that there's a long answer to that, but I feel like, you know, on this path, I think I started really dabbling in this stuff in like 2010 and I, I think I'm just a little, I talked to, I don't know if you're familiar with Kelly Howe. She um, does like some sleep meditations and she works with brain sync and does like biofeedback and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she told me, she's like, Catherine, you need to stop being so hard on yourself because I feel like I learn all these things. And then like someone close to me or this, these challenges show up that I thought that maybe I was like, past mm-hmm. yeah yeah like, and I'm like wait well what hold on um which 
what do I do about like, this? I thought I cleaned this up, and now we're yes, coming in harder. I know. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe I'm not as good at it as I thought. You know, whatever. Who knows right. what goes through your head in those moments. But, like, I'm glad you bring up that ding, 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 because I needed that ding, ding, ding. <laughs> good, good. And I think a lot of people do, that those challenges, uh, when they do come through, you know, people that are sometimes the closest to you, is not, not to shoot the messenger. That That is a, a lesson for you to recognize that you're being challenged in an external relationship or situation, and it's causing you to rise above it. Uh, if you participate in the energy of the negative side of it, you're going to continue it. You're going to invite it to like give it more energy. It really is an opportunity, and it's one of my favorite things to teach in the manifesting course to when you look at it and you only think there's path A or B, there's actually a path C that I teach you to how to rise above it all and know that, you know, like it's easy to pertain to health, for example. You know, if if the mailman or the UPS truck, you know, was saying like, oh, this is you, like, you know, you're going on another diet, you're trying to get healthy, like you might not feel the pang. But if like your mother-in-law says it or like your spouse says it or your best friend is like, ah, you're going to get healthy again. Like, right. They say the same words and because they're close to you and they actually matter to you and that relationship matters and that judgment, you know, gets felt more deeply. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you think it's them, but really if that insecurity didn't already exist inside yourself and you weren't so close to it, you wouldn't be receiving it by someone close to you. So sometimes those challenges that are, this is really high level manifesting, but sometimes those cha- uh, challenges that are coming to you through the closest people are because you're that self-aware and you're being challenged at a much deeper level, which is why it's showing up in like your very close surroundings, because it's going to hurt or pang or like send you off a little bit further. Oh, it's yeah. going to push you deeper. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I show you how to see that dimension of yourself without the self-judgment. Um, in, in that pure version of like removing, you know, again, like it, it's better. Let, let me put it this way, you know, cause I've, as a young girl, like I shared in the beginning, you know, I saw my mom challenge trust and trust inside herself and her own abilities to, you know, line up to health, you know, by having a really hard health scare, right. Mm-hmm. She had cancer throughout her body. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in today's world right now, a lot of people are receiving their challenges through relationships with other people, Mm. people who are close to them. And sometimes I say, isn't it nice though, in some ways that you're being challenged, you're, you're challenging your strength, you're challenging your trust, you're challenging your ability to rise above this struggle through a relationship struggle, maybe with someone you actually even love versus like a health scare or something else that it could have been packaged in another way. It could have been packaged in a way that would have been challenging your trust outside of you. Um, and you need to take that trust and put it back inside yourself. So yeah, it's a deep, deep, wow. deep lesson. <laughs> and I can go on and on, expecting. but you know, again, yes. like you need to train yourself on the skills before you even have these challenges and you'll learn how to step out of them a lot quicker. So when they do come, um, you're able to shut them off. You're able to be a guardian, you know, of your own vision yes. and what you want to create. Wow. That is so beautiful. I love that. I mean, that's such a good um, perspective for anybody to hear. Um, I'm constantly not to bring up Dr. Joe again, but he's someone I follow closely. He always Mm -hmm. says like, wouldn't you rather change in joy and inspiration than in pain and suffering, you know? So putting it in that perspective kind of empowers you a little bit more for these challenges that show up before something maybe tragic could happen or, you know? Yes. Which is a big lesson, you know, the, how do you create the boundary? 
and nip it before it continues to go and go and go and challenge you until something so big and challenging, you have no choice but to face it. Mm -hmm. So I help people, you know, not only create that crystal clear vision from that flip it list, but then really step into it, how to create memories really before they even happen and the positive, not the negative and how to, you know, yeah, move, move only from the place of inspiration and stop moving from that pain and suffering. Wow. But with the roadmaps, I get like all these teachers again that are, you know, doing it and doing extremely high level workshops that are thousands and thousands of dollars and things. And my content literally is for the masses. I have a six week course. I priced it at like $20 US dollars because I'm like, I knew when I was going to be on these shows and stuff, could I? Everybody needs these. Yeah. (laughs) I need it right now. I got to price this for the masses. I got to be doing my memberships and stuff that you know, does not break the bank. I never want people to be stepping into my content with any resistance at all. Like, so I'm like, how do I price it in ways? Um, you know, and then I have my deeper dive, like private group coaching and stuff again, that I think is reasonable in terms of if, when people are ready for deeper dives and want to, you know, do live coaching with me with a group, but all the self-paced content and roadmaps have literally been built over the last 12 years. And I've been waiting for the world to catch up in terms of needing the shift. And that's fine. Like, again, you gotta, you gotta step into your version of you before the physical's ready. And I've been stepping into this for me and the content waiting to be like, I had no idea that it would unfold ready. You know, in 2010, I said in 2020, I I created the 2020 vision in 2010. Then I'm like, I don't know, but the world's going to be ready. Yeah. No one, everyone was saying in January of 2020, like 2020 vision, 2020 vision. I'm like, I've been saying this for 10 years. What's so crazy is then, you know, everything hit the pandemic, all that. And I'm like, I just had no idea it would be wrapped up in such a giant challenge for our world to like literally now all be shifting inside a lot of chaos, a lot of challenge that's external from us. And it really is rocking a lot of people to the core as all these old ways are collapsing and old systems are collapsing. And how do you, you know, again, protect yourself so you can really create um, from a place of love of what you want to do, despite the challenges that are going on outside in the world and be that example for others, be that example for your family, be that example for your community, be that example for yourself, you know, in the mirror. Wow. Yes. Oh my gosh. You're amazing. Um, (laughs) I have so many more questions. I'm like, okay, hold on. Um, what is your personal routine? Like when it comes to manifesting, um, I'm sure it differs based on like what's going on. I know you're super busy right now doing all these amazing interviews and being on TV and stuff. (laughs) Um, but what's it, what's your personal practice like? I mean, my personal practice, uh, resides 100% around snacking on happy. I have a book that I'm writing called snack on happy and it is literally, um, how to find happiness and joy and snack on it. (laughs) Because when you're in the vibration of happiness, happiness is the exuding of love and love is what creates again. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in a happy place and I'm in the, I'm already in the flow. So I don't give that away. Okay. My, everything about my routine is if there's something that I'm seeing outside of me that would not like, you know, I, I have such a strong vision of what I'm creating, how many millions of people I'm impacting that it is really clear whether something's in line or not in line with that. And I am able to now execute swift, clear decisions of what to do, what not to do so fast. Whereas, you know, back in the day when you're in self doubt 
when you're in that paralyzed state of like hemming and hawing over this or that, or this Mm -hmm. or that, or, you know, um, I could see the stark difference. That's why like my routine is so built around very simple daily practices from the moment I wake up. Um, my husband's such a like amazing person. He brings me coffee in bed because he knows like that's oh my what gosh, what a gem. <laughs> yes. such a great guy. He like gets a text from me, it's a little heart, and he knows, all right, gonna go make my, my coffee. <laughs> so I hear this like little clink, and you know, I have a routine in the morning. I teach it all in my manifesting courses, but it's like so simple of like how do I manifest for those two or three minutes of happiness, you know, before I look at all my messages. And before I get sucked into anything else, like I play a song, like I, I have a happy list. I, you know, I teach you guys all these things in my course and it's like, it's not a lot. That's what I love about like what I do. It's so attached to things that you already do, you know, so you can retrain your brain and, you know, I've developed a full daily routine of like, all right, it's like 11, 11, like have I snacked on happy? Like, you know, okay. It's, you know, lunchtime, you know, again, how do you, it's why people do love their like coffee time and stuff. It's like, where do you, where are you giving yourself 30 minutes to recalibrate unhappy? You know, not 30 minutes, three minutes. I'm sorry. You don't need 30 minutes, three minutes, right. like at lunch, two minutes here, 30 seconds there, you know, especially in this kids, life, work, whatever, school, whatever might be going on in your life to know that those 30 seconds of recalibrating, you know, of, you know, what I call snacking on happy or how to snack on happy, how to like look outside of yourself and still feel the joy, even in the midst of struggle or challenge Mm -hmm. is so powerful. So I teach you how to do that literally in like, you know, down to sun sunset at night to make sure you release an oops moment. Like, you know, instead of replaying things for all my analytical people in the house that might like worrying and replaying things and old things that keep coughing up that you keep trying to problem solve in every direction in your head. A lot of people that have anxiety and stuff like love my Mm -hmm. content because it's like, how do you shut off your brain? Soothing. Yeah. And so actually oriented very quickly, very simple. So again, it's like, okay, here's sunset. Have you released an oops moment of your day? Like, have you reframed something? So when your head hits the pillow, did you give it your personal best today? You know, do you, how to, you know, tap into honestly a routine where you're just feeling a little bit better. And that sometimes comes where, you know, like I said, you're sitting down with a cup of coffee. Sometimes it comes when you're just, you know, just hitting the pillow at night. I give you very simple practices to do throughout your day. And then I pull from them. So I give you the same exact practices that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do it at random times, you know, when I'm driving in my car and I'm going to pick up my three boys, I have a, I have three boys, 17, Aww. 15 and 11 at the time of this recording. And you know, when I go to pick them up from school or something like even in the car ride where your mind is starting to worry about something like that is a moment where you can be manifesting and actually consciously, you know, letting your mind like drift into something you want versus something you don't want. So there's lots of like tidbits that I give you in my daily routine. And they're really connected again to things you're already practically doing. And when you have that level of conscious awareness in this everyday daily routine kind of thing with me, it it just, your whole life unfolds differently. Wow. And I don't treat anyone, you know, differently. Like I, whether I'm working with a nine-year-old, 
you know, who's struggling in her sports performance, or Mm -hmm. I'm working with a top, you know, CEO, I treat everybody the same and everybody has daily routines. So, you know, it comes down to it is that we just got to clean some of our basics up, do less better. Yes. And it just teaches you so much mindfulness without bogging you down with too much, you know, when you associate it with something that you're already doing. Yeah. I don't want to add a burden to manifesting as if like someone's been, cause I know when I first started being like, I don't have 10 minutes. Like, let me rattle off my to-do list to you. I'm running three right. businesses. I got three kids. Like, right. <laughs> right? You're like, I, who has time to manifest? Who has time yes. to get, you know, another course in or whatever. And then you're like, all right, all right. If I could really carve out these 10 minutes a day as you know, and, and place these 10 minutes, even like two minutes here, one minute there, like, and see where you're attaching them to things you're already doing that's towards the negative. Like, wow, your life can change quickly. Right. And it just is a testament to how like the inspired thinking and the inspired action really does create a potent force, creative force in your life to bring in what you want. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. And my last question, I mean, I have millions more, but (laughs) at the sake of your time, um, what is your favorite book? I know you're writing your own now, but what would you say your favorite is? Um, One of my favorite books is Power Versus Force uh, by David Hawkins. Oh, I love him. I love, you love that. I love like where spiritual meets science. Um, I really enjoy practices that, again, show me that there are so many dimensions to life that we're unaware of. And, you know, the more I learn, the more I like I learn <laughs> there's always mm-hmm. another layer and that's why I love yeah, this because it's like true you know I, I look back on my content from 10 years ago and I, and I feel so much deeper now but I was actually saying the same things 10 years ago about you know connecting a belief with your imagination and you know like hope and then trust and but I feel it so much deeper now so when I read books that are like insanely like high vibrational um really spiritual but also have, you know, some level of science built in where there's, you know, we're now showing so much in this world that, you know, thoughts, you know, they have machines now that measure our thoughts outside of our body, you know, like things that like are, were considered, um, you know, maybe like out there like years ago are now being proven by science. I mean, the more I love anything with epigenetics or things that like literally pull apart, like things at a cellular level and understand again, underneath, underneath it all, the truth of all of us is the same. And, you know, we all have this truth and love that's very deep inside of us, whether we're accessing it or not, it's all inside of us. And I just, I love books like that. So I would say that's, that's high on my list. Plus like power versus force showed me the energy scale of, you know, how to look at negative energy in terms of, apathy or you know hopelessness despair all the way up to frustration and anger are all negative emotions and that courage is the energy that flips negative to positive which is what i teach you know so it put and then you know once you flip from negative to positive through the line of courage which is what i do with my flip it lifts i teach you draw that line in the sand stop acting like your old self like how to draw that line and not go back and not move the line 
you know, not like how to hold the line <laughs> like <laughs> when things get tough. Um, that book really showed me what I was teaching again. Like, I just love reading things sometimes and I'm like, Oh, that's what I teach, you know, and I show it, you know, I see it now all in this deep level, like content, but yeah, because that book is super deep and he gives you the, I think he gives you a chart in there, right? About like, yes, the frequencies like the exactly. And how they're all holding different vibrations. And once, you know, that's he's incredible. Like, I was founder, I think of the kinesiology test of like, you know, you could just see that like you're clearly, and that taps into like a level of consciousness that like clearly you're either tapped into the flow of positive or negative. And again, this is what I've always been teaching. I'm like, you're either, it's quite simple when you boil it down, you're either moving from a place of negative or you're moving from a place of positive. You're only moving from one of two directions at all times. So my content is how do I shift people quickly for themselves, empower them to shift into the power of the positive extremely fast. So they don't have to wait 21 days. They don't have to wait for six weeks. Like they can literally start changing right now. And that has always been my philosophy, you know, because you do hear, you know, things of miracles happening with people and in their health and their instantaneously. Yeah. I mean, spontaneous stuff goes on and you're like, you're scratching your head. Like, how did that happen? But then you realize, okay, there's some other dimension energetically or through thoughts or emotions that are shifting things beyond this uh, physical plane. And again, you know, it's high level stuff, but I keep it extremely practical for even the nine year old to be like, all right, what's on your happy list, girl, you know, like, let's get to it. Like consciously like walk around planet earth today being like blue skies, chirping birds, kind people, you know, like, delicious food all on my happy list. And as I walk around, you know, people are wondering why every door is starting to open for me in all these big ways. And I'm like, I am like make happiness my number one part of my routine throughout my day. Like I told you. And when you learn how to do that, it is the most powerful state you can step into because then nothing can ever take that away from you. Like you can recognize a whoosh of negative emotion. You know, I live right here next to the beach and I see the ocean wave and I'm like, I could feel the wave of anger. I could feel the wave of frustration or like a feeling of negativity wash through me, but I will not give it my happiness. And when you don't like give it away, you hold the keys of your power and, you know, in a very different way. And you walk around planet earth, like literally a different human being. (laughs) Things start opening up for you in the most amazing ways. Wow. Yeah. I just have to say, I love just how you teach, how you, I've said this a couple of times, keep it simple and manageable, but yet you have like such this deep understanding that's super inspiring. Um, And I love that you give the power back to the person because I think my number one red flag with um, coaches or whatever books, anything, I'll close the book immediately. If it's like, they say, Oh, you can only, Mm. you'll only get this if you buy, or if you, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And you, it it has to end with the, the, the client, you know, like you have to be giving them their power back. And I just love how you're so passionate about that. It's super inspiring to me. And I mean, I feel already way more empowered (laughs) just chatting with you. This was was absolutely a dream. One of my manifestations for sure. I I mean, I I want you to realize like you're 100% whole and you know, I'm not here to fill any void, even though sometimes it feels like it. And um, you know, that I'm filling a void of self doubt or whatever, but I'm really teaching you to see and feel my words and then fill it yourself. And you know, that teaching, approach is so different. Um, because if I was here to show up saying like, again, that I'm here to fill something that you don't have, you would always need me. 
And my goal is that you don't, you know, at some point you need my content because you think you, you know, you, that it's blocked, you're blocking you and I get it. But my content is designed with a way that from its heart, like from its inception, it is like a known fact for me that it is all inside you. And it is maybe being blocked and maybe it's not, maybe it's not something you've ever accessed it, but it's not me that is filling the void. It is you finding it, the void inside yourself that needs to be, you know, cleaned up or healed or whatever, Mm -hmm. and that you do have the tools inside you to do it. So whether it's through my words, through my videos, through the worksheets, just know that it's built on that infrastructure. It's a very open ended framework of a roadmap that you go step by step through my content, literally to do the steps to unblock your own self. And when you unstuck yourself and again, and take these keys back, um, it's not me handing you the keys. It's ultimately the problems or things that you've been giving your keys to, <laughs> like not, you know, and you're taking the keys back from those challenges and you're getting in the driver's seat and you're then the one creating. So it's a really empowering shift. And again, I'm glad you recognize that because there are tons of people that are out there and they'll take you to a certain, you know, pers- they'll take you only so far, you know, as right. far as the depth of they'll, but only you can take you as far as you can go. Right. Only you live inside your body and know what you feel like and have your intuition that's guiding you. And I'll, I share how to really listen to that. Um, so it's exciting. So I appreciate the depth of who you are and how you're feeling great. And I know that will do great things for the audience that you serve too. Oh, thank you so much. So before we finish up, so, um, if the listeners would like to sign up to, um, what coach with you or do your online courses is the best place to go to strongconfidentliving.com. Yeah. I mean, at the time of this recording, strong, confident living, I mean, you could look up Laura St. John, you might have a link or so to share, but like just, you know, you can find me, Laura St. John on social media. Uh, I also am like launching a whole, uh, like flip my life. Uh, I mean, I've like, I might do a whole television show, different things coming down the road. So, uh, I have a lot of things What's that? Bring it on. Yeah, I have all kinds of things that are in the works that may even be under other brands in the future. So just know that right now, Strong Confident Living. But if you resonated with this, you know, I'm Laura St. John, mindset coach, help, you know, help people manifest everything that they want versus what they don't want. And Strong Confident Living is is where it's currently at.com. And I'll have links um, in the episode notes too. So you guys won't be able to. Yeah. So like a year from now, Kath, like when we're like a whole other, like when we're living in a whole other realm of reality and different things that pop up. Who knows where. (laughs) Yeah. Products and all kinds of fun stuff that people can work on and do. Like people to be able to access everything that's available to them, you know, should be found online. <laughs> oh, very cool. Well, Laura, yeah. I cannot thank you enough. This was just such a dream talking with you. You are just such a force to be reckoned with. I'm so grateful to have chatted with you. And thank I'm grateful you, for the audience. I'm sure they all um, are going to learn a lot from especially the ding, ding, dings. Those were good guys. So make Neither sure you, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but maybe we can chat again soon. Um, I will. Um, yeah, we'll be in touch. And thank you again. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye.